right, then let's talk some college football. Let's welcome in from the Athletics, Sam Con Jr. Sam, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing terrific. We appreciate you being with us. Sam, talk a little bit about uh, about this this merger, or not merger, but the alliance. <laughs> uh, it, it could be a merger eventually, but right now it's an alliance. Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC, and no Big 12 mentioned in that alliance. Yeah, so this is the three leagues response to the SEC. I, a lot of people around the country viewed the SEC's courtship of Texas-Oklahoma as a power move. And, you know, both financially and just from a potential future of what this sport looks like standpoint. So the other conferences don't want to sit around and not do anything. And I think especially if if you're the Pac-12, which is probably the the next most vulnerable league, Uh, obviously the Big 12 is too, but but their their future is, I think, uncertain at this point. But uh, beyond the Big 12, the Pac-12 is probably the most uh, vulnerable group. And and I know they've wanted to do something. Of course, we know that, you know, their commissioner met with Bob Bowlesby a couple weeks back after the uh, you know Texas legislative hearings, and uh, I don't I don't know how much incentive there is for the Big Ten ACC except that I think everybody wants to have some common thoughts on where things go as far as the playoff uh, expansion and how that goes, and just having some kind of similar uh, stance on legislative matters because I think what we are headed for in college football is a change of the governance structure long term. Is this going to be a trend where even more conferences are trying to align themselves and get ready for a huge change in college football? I think they're they're just trying to figure out what's the best way to do this because I don't think we're at a place where people are going to start running out and adding teams anymore. Uh, we went through that you know, 10, 11 years ago, and there was some incentive to that, but it is, I don't know if there is an incentive for the Big Ten or the ACC to go and add teams there might be for the Pac-12 because of again where where it sits in the landscape uh, financially in comparison to the rest of those conferences but but for the Big Ten and the ACC I think both of those have a somewhat a position of strength based on you know where their media rights sit their the revenue distribution and I, I think it's it's more about just making sure that they don't get lapped by the SEC where, where does that leave the Big 12 is is there anything they can do to make a big splash I think I don't know that there's anything they can do individually. I think that their best bet in the Big 12 is probably staying together as a group of eight and then trying to expand beyond that. Now, does that knock anybody's socks off, so to speak, a, a, a Big 12 if, if you add a few schools from the American or a BYU or in a Boise State? Not necessarily, but I still think if you're able to hold Texas and Oklahoma in this league for uh, for as long as they're supposed to be in it and get – the revenue checks that come with it, because let's let's be honest, the, the panic on, on the Big 12, eight, Big 12 schools part is not losing that revenue because that, you know, Bob Bolton made it clear that Texas and OU probably count for half of the value of the TV rights that get distributed every year. And so you're talking a cut of at least $14 million per year when those schools leave for the eight remaining Big 12 schools. That's a lot of money. And so their best bet, I, I think, is probably trying to stick together, stick together and expand that because the other, the other option is, is them trying to find homes in other conferences. And I just don't, there's just a, in all the conversations that we've had with people around sport, myself, Max Olson, Nicole, back, all of us working on this, there hasn't seemed to be a big appetite for other conferences to come and pick off schools in the big 12. So do you think that this conference can survive in the eight that they are, if they go out and find maybe somebody 
I mean, I don't know. It, to, to me, it seems like they would have to find another brand name to get that television money they have to have to be able to survive as a big conference. Yeah, I think they can, I think they can survive. It's just not going to be at the same revenue level that they are now, and I think that's just the reality of the situation, which is why I think it's imperative on them to, to keep this thing going as long as it can. If Texas and Oklahoma say it's 2025, try to keep them in there. I think a lot of people would say they don't expect Texas and Oklahoma to be in there in the conference through 2024, but uh, I think the Big 12 would be you know, advised to try to keep them there as long as they can just from a financial standpoint. But I, there, I don't think there are brands out there they can add that move the needle, so to speak. But I still think it is a respectable – if you were to add a BYU, a Boise State, and then a Cincinnati, a UCF, maybe even a Houston SMU, and you got the 12 or 14 you know, teams, I, I still think that's an attractive football conference. It's a good basketball conference too. Uh, and I think there's still some value there. Is it going to be at the same level that it was before? No. But, but I still think there is some promise and there is, uh, there is some viability to a league like that. I, I'm just going to get you to speculate here. You've done the research, as much research as anybody. Do you foresee Texas and Oklahoma being a member of the Big 12 in 2023-2024? I think 24. I, I, I would be surprised if they were if they were in it all the way through 24. Uh, I, I The way I've looked at it, I think 22 might be a little bit early. I think it might be tough to get out quite that quickly. But the, the 23 is the year that I look at. Because if they expand the playoff, 23 is the earliest that it can happen. And we, we don't know for sure if it is still going to happen. I think we were on the fast track to get to a 2023 playoff expansion before all this happened. And now now these other leagues are, are wanting to hit the pause button just to make sure that, hey, this still is what we want to do. Or do we want to change it at any point because of what has happened over the summer with Texas and Oklahoma's move? Uh, if that playoff still goes through 2020 and, and the expansion happens in 2023, then I would expect that Texas and Oklahoma would be in the SEC by then because I would think Greg Sankey would want to – if they go to 12 teams, Greg Sankey's going to want to have his conference with the best position possible to have as many teams as he can in a playoff and, and adding Texas and Oklahoma give them that opportunity. Is 12 a good number in your opinion, by the way? Because uh, I've always been a proponent of 16, quite frankly. I, <laughs> you're in my guess. See, I, yeah. I like you because I, I have always been a 16-team proponent just because I feel like if you're all in the same subdivision, which they say they are, all 130 teams are football bowl subdivisions, if you win your conference, I think you should have an entry point. Or if you go undefeated, you should have an entry point into a championship, into a tournament. So I would love if they had all 10 conference champions and then six at-larges. I think that that to me is the best. Uh, scenario that said I can live with 12 especially the way they propose it which was not five power five champs and one group of five champs no they said the six highest ranked champs and I think that that is to me why I think the big 12 has some viability long term if they can pull together because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the six highest ranked champions then you are having uh then you're having uh Sorry, I had an emergency alert on the phone there just for a second, <laughs> and it made me panic. So, it, But if you have the 12-team playoff still and you have the six highest-ranked champions, then the Big 12 is going to have a spot, even in its reduced form, if they go out and expand. And the Pac-12 is going to have a spot. And likely the American, or I guess it could be the Mountain West, if, if the Big 12 takes teams from the American, maybe it's the Mountain West or maybe it's Conference USA, who knows. But those guaranteed bids give your team and your league – 
a spot in the party, and I think 12 teams is still viable. If they keep the proposal as it is, And I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try to stay together. Sam, thanks. Uh, Hey, what are you working on for the Athletic? Oh, man, I'm catching my – it's training camp, buddy. We've been (laughs) – I've been bouncing back and forth to practices uh, around the state. And, you know, we just – I just had my mailbag this morning. And next week we're going to hopefully start to get some answers on some of these quarterback battles, uh, you know, coming up around the state. I know, obviously, there's one at Baylor. There's one at Texas Tech, Texas and Texas A&M. SMU has one as well. So looking to hopefully get some answers on that. But we're – Spending a lot of time previewing the football season, the actual football. That's what we're spending time on right now. X's and O's. It is the actual football on the field, and I'm excited that that is almost here. Sam, thanks. We appreciate your time today. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Sam-